Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Oh, it's the best day of the week. Without it, well, apart from Thursdays, because that's a short show. Welcome to it. This is Sports Day. It is <laughs> TLT today. It's Teamless Tuesday. Can and we come up with another name well, other than Teamless Tuesday? Well, there every are... show in Australia uses Teamless Tuesday. Well, uh, but the one that's on before us has stolen it from us. Mm. You know, Joel and Fletch, they've stolen that. And, and they've stolen, you know, they've stolen this. Crapster. Yeah. What do you well, do? that's because their show is full of crap stacks. <laughs> oh. Well, they no, can because back. they're before Sorry. us. So <laughs> yeah, but that's, they can do what they want. That's copyrighted. We actually made that stinger. Mm. So every time they play it, we earn seven cents, boys. What are we going to... Each or between us? Oh, between us. Oh, that's inclusive okay. of GST as well. Mate. Well, let's share a muffin at the end of the year. Hey, uh, welcome to Sports Day to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. We only got you guys for an hour tonight because you're off to the budget. You'd rather listen to the budget than Sports Day. Who? Our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Oh, really? Through 2SM and 2HD and and thinking of our listeners in Lismore tonight on 2LM, people being evacuated, the ADF just going around banging on doors saying, get out. It's, mm. it is oh, it's so crazy sad. again. And mm. you're stuck at home again, Badge, as well. Yes, yes, just, um, you know, out of... Precaution. Uh, been raining most most of the day in northern New South Wales, and you're bucketing. The further you go south, the worse it is. And I just, I, I just can't, I just can't fathom how anxious and stressed and um, distraught those poor people are in Lismore and other mm. places. A, a friend of mine who's got businesses ago. in Lismore. He basically just started getting things back and slowly up and running again. Yeah. And then this has hit all of a sudden. So. Well, you, uh, you and ScoMo might have to head back to Lismore for a visit soon. Oh, don't mention that. <laughs> like, you know, heaven forbid you'd want to say hello to someone. <laughs> uh, hello to our listeners through Southern Cross. It was Russell's a stunt. Story. You know, we yeah. all know it was a political was, stunt, Sats. Yeah. There's an election around the corner, Sats. Uh, Southern Cross, Osteria, and of course, uh, through SEN as well. You can get involved, 0457 736 736. Don't forget to tell us your name and, and where you're uh, – where you're from tonight as well, and how you're mm. listening, and particularly if well, you're being hit by this weather. I mean, the Gold Coast, over yeah. 350 mils overnight. It's mm. incredible. Yeah. What well, would you like the budget to deliver to your sporting team? To your sporting team? Oh, Gary, yeah. that's good. That, mm. What would you like your sporting team? Just well, another couple of mil on the cap? No, <laughs> actually, the Penrith Panthers are getting a new stadium. so. Oh, and they've got plenty anyway, haven't they? Yeah, not, quite like sure. not quite getting sure. Getting a new stadium. Who's paying for that? The government. Oh. I think they're going to play out of what? They're going to play what? out of Combank, haven't they, for a couple of years? Is that why you met with ScoMo? To secure the funding just for Penrith? Yeah, just a final few God. details. 
Oh, we we you, discussed and, whether the new Panthers Stadium will have a, a family hill. Or Scott Sattler stand. Mm. Did you Get use the Craig famous Gale line stand. on him? Seriously. Did you say, don't you know who I am <laughs> to the PM? Actually, did he talk to you about footy? I can't remember you saying. Absolutely. He dropped the F-bomb. What? He dropped the oh. F-bomb. I said to him, how are your sharkies going to go? He goes, I reckon we're going to go. Bloody great. Fairly well. Is that what he said? Fairly oh, well. Yeah. Good on you, Scamo. He wow. did. Great. You can Come grab on. the podcast of our show later on tonight if you want. Sports Day Queensland or Sports Day New South Wales. Let's get on to the big news today. Yes, I know it's Teamless Tuesday and our listeners are excited about that. Yep. And if you've got a name for Teamless Tuesday, let us know. 0457 736 736. Happy to change it and leave everyone else just copying each other. But uh, last night, it was the first commitment ceremonies on Married at First Sight. And Sats, you're all over this. Yeah, I love it. Like a kid on a smarty. Yeah. Glenn, the Newcastle reality king, he's already texts in um, like he does at one past uh, six and says, um, what do you think last night when we unashamedly shed a tear when Olivia told Jackson that she loved him? But what? the big part of the night was... Hang on a second, though. Yes. She, he can't, oh. he, he's not in love with her, though, Badge, but she's happy to go ahead and have a baby with him. Yep. Hey, do you know Nathan Cleary's coming back this week? Who? That's the big in. No, he's not on that. No, no, he's not on no, that. He'll be back this week. Gary he's coming back. And Penrith have already won three out of three. So, mm. Jesus, no wonder they're big favourites against the Bunnies. Gary, go and check your, your shanks. Books. Go and check your shanks. What are you, <laughs> but you guys, can what I just say, this for? one of the great mic drops and... Exits from left centre stage from Brent on Tamara last night. Tamara, after all we've been through together over the last few months, I finally have the clarity I've been lacking for so long now. (laughs) I've seen the real you, the one who doesn't respect me or anyone around her. You are not God's gift to humanity, so stop looking down on everyone. Oh! I don't even know where you get the confidence to do so. So on that note, good luck, good riddance. And just threw the cards down Whoa. on the ground and then just disappeared. <laughs> then just disappeared. One of the great mic drops. Do you know a friend of mine went out to dinner one, like, one night with a girl that he was very keen on and she said, I'm going to the bathroom, never returned. Did she fall down the toilet? Just never returned. Never oh. returned. That's, that's he thought, a, and he thought he was going that, okay. Like he thought he things did. were going nicely. That's a humiliating separation. Oh, I look at it the yeah. other way. I was going to say, yeah. she's cheap. She probably climbed out the window <laughs> so she didn't have to pay for a meal. How have you dumped your girlfriends, Woogie? You would have had oh, oh, plenty. Plenty. What about yeah, 0457 736 736? <laughs> have you ever been dumped in a really weird, strange way? Or heard of one of your friends? It's You're like really getting, casting it's like getting, a net tonight, it's aren't like you? Getting, it's like getting sacked from a footy club, like a, a, a sporting club. And I remember oh. when Ricky Stewart was at Parramatta. Remember he, he got every player into like a big theatre and put up on the big screen all the players. He said, well, if you're on the left-hand side, you're staying here. If you're on the right-hand side, you're going. Wow. (laughs) That was brutal. That's that's cruel. Mm, Steve has sent us a text from Dubbo already. He's a big fan of the show. Has actually Dubbo been hit by any rain, Steve? Let us know. Evening, fellas. Good to finally listen to a show with original segments and attractive hosts. And he's in our our corner. (laughs) He understands it. He's talking about maths. He understands it. Yeah, that Joel and Fletch do everything they can to try and fill their show up on a weekly basis with other people's I think, content. I think he sent that to them, and we intercepted their, <laughs> like, like, their, their texts. Like they How, said, have you Monday? Have let's, let's talk to Badge and Sats. Tuesday, let's talk to SENZ. Look, 
Seriously. Mm. I know. Have you been sacked sats that like member from a footy club or did you leave each time? Um now when I was at you, the crushers, we didn't get we got told at the start of the year we weren't gonna get paid for the entire year. You had year. that at, at the Gold Coast which whichever one it was you're at too, they Gold Coast they, Chargers. No, we were getting told, the late no, we're gonna get told that we weren't gonna have a club next year in nineteen ninety nine. You've made some yeah. good choices throughout your career. You have, I know. How good's it been? Yeah. Now you're working with us. Yeah. JT, Jonathan Thurston, one of the many assistant coaches. I think there's 12 uh, for the Maroons around Origin. Mm-hmm. He'll be joining us tonight. Of course, uh, the QRL put out a media release confirming that Billy's the head coach, uh, the GOAT, my good mate, the GOAT, uh, also uh, JT and uh, Josh Hannay, one of our Josh regulars. Josh and Alfie. Yeah. And Alfie are, yeah. are, are a part of the – well, Alfie's in Nate charge. Nate Miles is part of that. Oh, yep. is he? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Like well, if you can't, if you want to see, if you want to be involved, if you can't get a gig with the Queensland Origin <laughs> team, you have a good look at yourself. Uh, JT will join us uh, real soon. Andrew Davy from the Sea Eagles. Uh, yes. Hello to our uh, Sea Eagle fan listening tonight. You'll be pretty happy about that. Good story, Former eel. Andrew Davy. And a, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good guy. Queensland boy too, isn't he? He is a Queensland yeah. boy. Yeah. Central Queensland boy. Or yeah, just he's yeah, originally from Maribyrnong, but spent some time in um, Mackay. Uh, before we get on to George Burgess, boys, and I know you want to two sets. Yeah, mm. you're right. Uh, and yeah. I know you want to talk about George Burgess in just a moment. Uh, but uh, Trent Robinson to miss the round four game against the Cowboys due to COVID. Having a beer with Craig Fitzgibbon a couple of weeks ago. He was <laughs> allegedly. What? And you reckon he's <laughs> and COVID's just surfaced. Yeah, he was at the club yesterday. For training, yeah, uh, but I must have had a COVID test on his entry yesterday. Does that mean all the players are close contacts? Well, I don't know how that works. I think mate. it's four hours. No, yeah. they, they have to get they have to get tests now, all of them to get, yeah. get cleared. Anyway, he won't be going to Townsville. Uh, Jason Rolls or Brett Morris could be the coaches of this game. Oh, nice, Justin Rolls. Justin Jason, Jason Rolls should say, Rolls. and Jason Rolls actually. Come to think of it, I say the, Justin. Sorry, Jason. They're playing the Cowboys, and Dean Young's the assistant coach at the Cowboys. They want to. No, they didn't win a comp together, but they played together at the Dragons for a number of years. Yeah. Yes. Um, now George Burgess, he's free to play after the NRL decide it will reserve its judgment on the Dragon star until he's had his day in court. Satch, you've got a strong view on this, haven't you? Oh, and the not reaction not to really it. A strong view. It's just a a view of I suppose the game as a whole where. Um, yeah, there's, there's been a lot of people that are quite disgusted that he's allowed to play um, based on the current charges he's on. But I, I don't know if, if you agree or disagree. It, it's the rules that are set by the NRL, and you just got to abide by them, whether you agree with them or not. It's the rules that have been set, the no-fault stand-down policy, which is any charge that carries a, um, a charge of around 11 years. And a it, maximum term. Yeah, and so you've board. got... You've got uh, one of the good examples is Manessi Fainu, the young hooker from Manly, who's now in his third year of sitting out of the game. He was charged with a, you know, quite a serious offence. It was you know, wounding with a pur- purpose of intent. I think it was grievous bodily harm, which carries anywhere of a maximum of 20-odd years as well. So he falls into that category. So you know, I think also Badge, as a game, we've, we've got to be careful in relation to what's gone before us as well. The Brett Stewart matter back in 2009 where uh, invariably was end up found not guilty as well. So if the no-fault stand-down policy was going to um, 
was going to be used in this effect here. It doesn't mm. fit the criteria. So whether you agree or disagree, it's the, the, it's the rules that have been set by the NRL. Yeah, but the NRL chief executive has the discretion to apply the policy for offences that uh, carry less than 11 years. But in this case, and in this case, given what evidence they have, uh, they have decided not to. So we just have to all stand back and go, okay, well... We have to respect that decision. It's a it's a tough, it's a tricky one, a sensitive one. Given, um, you know, the NRLW final series is about to begin. Uh, there's been, you know, so much um, publicity around um, not just sports people, but you know, around treating uh, women right. So they must have really considered this very heavily, and I'm sure that it 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 doesn't go down well with a lot of people. But I'm quite willing to. Um, go with the NRL on this one, that they have you know, done as much investigating as they could possibly to do before they decided to allow George Burgess to Exactly. Playing. You make a good point there, Badge. The NRL are privy to a lot more evidence than what we are, and hence why they've made the decision. I've got no doubt that Peter Volandis has proven in his short stint at the NRL that if he needs to make a decision for what's good of the game, he usually makes the right one. Yeah. So... Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, but quickly before we go to the break, because we've got JT just around the corner. Benji Marshall and Jerno Brent Reid from the Australian disagreed on 360 about opinions surrounding Sam Walker and the Roosters. Here's that audio. I said Sam Walker defensively has got a few yeah, problems. But they're not paying him to do that. That's yeah. what you don't young. understand, it's mate. I made, a, I made a living out of missing tackles. I think he's right? going to be a great footballer, Sam Walker, uh, but I think he, uh, I don't think he's quite there yet. He's not the finished yeah, article. But, but what do you want him to be? How many games has he played? You have all these expectations on all these kids to be like Jonathan Thurston well, after I'm their temper- 10th game. I'm tempering the expectation on him, Ben. You're not. You're saying all the negative things about him when he hasn't learned how to play it. He's going to be a great player. Actually, that's the boys on Triple M. Um, he was on the money, 100%, Benji. Yeah. Um, because I think he's speaking about himself there too, Badge. When he first came in first grade, made a debut in 03, but 04 was his first full season. And I was fortunate enough to play there under Tim Sheens. And Sheens put him in the centres purely because of that reason. If I make you five eight, well, I'm going to put too much pressure on you. There's going to be a lot of expectation. I don't need to do that to you. And and you're also going to have a lot more traffic running at you as well. And you know you've got to get used to the physicality of the yeah. game. So, I, I reckon Trent Robinson in particular would especially agree with Benji. But um, one of the the person that they mentioned there about Jonathan Thurston. Well, we're going to chat to him soon. I want to ask him about that. Mm. How he feels. Right, yeah. We'll get to that in just a moment. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage Drive Car of the Year. Back in a moment with Jonathan Thurston. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day. Just trying to get Jonathan Thurston on the line. As soon as we've got him up, we'll uh, get him on there and in particular talk to him about the, the pressure on the young halfbacks. 0457 736 736. Badge and Sats, lots of texts coming through tonight. Yeah, we are talking about uh, earlier on with Brent and the mock, mic drop when he he got rid of uh, Tamara at the last ceremony last night. On, you on loved Maps. it, didn't you? I did. Mark from Mortdale. And we spoke about breakups. A girl I was going out with told me when I was talking to her on the phone, she has to go as Neighbours was starting. I never saw her again. My worst dumping. What? <laughs> oh, ruthless. Oh, that's oh. fair, though. What's that? What, dumping someone because of a TV show? Could you imagine the amount of blokes who'd be struggling, like the ones who watch Maps? Mm-hmm. They'd be losing mates left, right and centre. I know I've lost my mates. 
Now, Scott from Quakers it. Hill said, yes. Oi, guys, if you guys are going off early tonight, don't you dare rob me of Sats's last laugh. No, you can listen via the SCN app tonight uh, for hour two. Hour two is massive. It's probably the biggest hour of radio you'll ever hear. Why do I've you... got a last laugh. Can I throw one in? You can. When we finish the show, yeah. Yeah, not now. See, mine was going to be, why did Chris Rock, why, why did Will Smith why use an now? open hand slap on Chris Rock? Why? Because paper beats rock. <laughs> I thought he wanted to leave a fresh print. No, some fresh prints. Some fresh prints. <laughs> don't, don't try and get involved in the comedy in the segment. The mate. comedy side of the... Yeah. Mm. Um, I got another text here too. This is a little bit, a little bit serious uh, about a new listener. Did you read that one out? Oh, afternoon, gentlemen. Is that Southern Rooster? Yeah. Yeah, I only just started listening to you boys last week or so. Only early days, but yeah, I reckon you got Fletch and Joel covered. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Said as she texts tonight. Oh, best one gets the Spinalese pillow. Yeah, giving another one of those away uh, tonight as well. I actually, we had Steve from Dubbo on early, and I actually asked him what the weather was like mm. uh, in Dubbo, and he said uh, I've had a little bit of rain, uh, just enough to wet the ground. The skies are the darkest of grey all around, but we've yet to cop the brunt of it. That's Steve from Dubbo. Now, um, we've got Rooster Muzz here in relation to um, bad dates. And Woogie Badge and the Honourable Scott Sattler, he says. Uh, one of my mates went on a per- went on Perfect Match years ago. Remember that? Perfect Match? Mm-hmm. What was the name of the robot? Yeah. Dexter. Dexter. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, who was the host? Greg, um, Greg Evans. Yeah. Greg Evans. Yeah. Good on you, Rook. And um, he went on per- Perfect match years, match years ago and won a weekend in Singapore with a lady. Only to come back from Singapore with a different per- different girl. True story. Wow. What did he do with the first one? Well, I don't know. Just Let's hope nothing there. unfortunate happened to her. Mm. Oh. Can you fill us in a little bit more about that, Rooster yeah, Mose? What... police matter. Uh, and by the way, Badge thanked the Rook for those new listeners to the show. Um, that's the producer. His name's Jeremy. Mm. So just yeah. want to fill that in, Badge. You can't just yell out stuff. Oh, he is... She's doing a good job too. Things have been just running so smooth, Sats, haven't they? Yeah, yeah like getting Jonathan Incredible. Thurston on the phone. That's going great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone feel like we're oh, he padding give him, here? He didn't give him the daylight saving time again, did he? Oh, no. don't oh, tell me he did that. Probably did. No, Remember that? Actually, has anyone no. ever done well, What's the biggest stuff up you had at work? 0457 736 736. I've got a couple of issues with Jeremy the Wook. Um, Why, because he's making you look bad? No, no, look, he drinks too much coffee. Never trust a man who drinks 10 cups of coffee a day. He drinks, honestly, minimum five to six. No. But hasn't touched chocolate in 20 years. I know. But he drinks caramel coffee. Mm. Oh. Yeah, see, now. Like caramel latte. That's that's not really coffee, is it? And he thinks in interview 2.45 p.m., Mm. this is with Barry Hall, the day before his fight, he thinks that's one forty-five Queensland time and daylight saving. No, he thinks it's three forty-five Queensland time. Oh, mm. he went the wrong way. Yeah, mm. is that why we didn't get him? Didn't you well, know had, that? What, what time did you line Jonathan Thurston up for? Well, I did that, mate. Five twenty Queensland time. Mm. Oh, JT. Okay. As soon as he found out it was YouTube likes. Actually, Badge, we got a listener here who said, "How did you not get a job helping to coach Queensland? Everyone else has gotten a gig." Oh, I've been there, done that, and um, yeah, we. I think we. We won a series, we drew one, and we lost one. No, no, I was, I was there for five seasons. We, we, 
Anyway, it was in the negative. <laughs> <laughs> and they moved me on. Steve yeah. said, uh, fellas, make no mistake, Maths is a show full of flogs, watched by flogs. Oh. Hey, Steve. Where's the siren? Gee, that's that's one week ban. That's a one week ban, Steve. You can go back to Joel and Fletch anytime you like. Mm. 0457 736 736. We're going to take a break. Is that, was that Steve from Dubbo? No. Wouldn't no. be Steve oh. from Dubbo. No, he's no, too Steve good. Steve from Dubbo's been rub, rubbing me up the wrong way a bit, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what? Rubbing what out what? the wrong way? What? Wow. Just rubbing. What? Why are you so quiet, Badge? You, you got your microphone turned on. What? what are you saying? There we go. That's better. That? Put it near your mouth. Beauty. This is Sports Day. Uh, with thanks to <laughs> Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage uh, Crown Drive Car of the Year. Uh, we're going to try and get JT on the line. Uh, but when we come back, our hot topic tonight, are we expecting too much from our young players? Uh, more to come. This is Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. Yeah, welcome back to it. Badge and Sats in the studio tonight. Um, listen, by the way, Andrew mm-hmm. Davey from the Sea Eagles uh, coming up real soon on the show. And tomorrow night, I can confirm Reese Robson from the North Queensland Cowboys will be joining us. Um Will the elephant in the room be raised? Will you be talking about the fact that you predicted them and your good mate's team to run last? Yeah, but it's that whole reverse psychology thing. Okay, oh, they're going to get the wooden spoon. and But they're going great, which is I'm really happy for. As we're talking right now, we're seeing Mitch Barnett walking with general manager of rugby league, Denny Baduris, walking into the NRL judiciary and... If that uh, decision is a quick one, which he, it probably should be because he's found he's going to plead guilty, um, we'll try and get that decision to ASAP. What do you reckon, ASAP. Sats? Come on. Give us a number, each of you. And I'm going to go I'm six weeks. Saying, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm with you. Mm. I'm saying six. I'm saying eight just because I'm negative. Mm. Mm, you are you are pretty pessimistic. Uh, mm. I am pretty. You're right. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Shoot us a text tonight. Uh, best text will score for themselves a, a spinal ease pillow. Uh, the hot topic tonight is around Benji's comments. Are we putting too much pressure on our young halves like Walker and Sexton? Uh, again, we played a little earlier, but this is what Benji uh, got into a fight about with um, uh, Reedy. Fight from oh, a, dis- a-, a disagreement. Yeah. Sorry, it's not NRL 360. No one's yelling. Uh, but this was on Triple M. I said Sam Walker defensively has got a few yeah, problems. They're not paying him to do that. That's what you don't young. understand, it's mate. I made, a, I made a living out of missing tackles. I think he's right? going to be a great footballer, Sam Walker. Uh, but I think he, uh, I don't think he's quite there yet. He's not the finished yeah, article. But, but what do you want him to be? How many games has he played? You have all these but, expectations on all these kids to be like Jonathan Thurston well, after I'm their 10th temper- game. I'm tempering the expectation You're not. on Ben. You're not. You're saying all the negative things about him when he hasn't learned how to play. He's going to be a great player. Hey, and he's exactly right, Benji, as we touched on uh, earlier on. And Benji was the same. My Benji wasn't renowned for his defence early on because physically he really wasn't up to it. And hence well, why Tim Sheen's put him in the centres. He had shoulder problems and he's exactly right in a sense that, yeah, there are two parts of the game. There's defence and attack. But Sam Walker is is not expected to make big tackles. He's expected to make some tackles, but he's there for his overall attacking game at the moment. He will learn, as you said, Badge, he will learn to get used to the rigours of playing 
NRL week to week physically. He's already won a hell of a lot of games for them, or a bunch of games for them, and I can't remember him losing any. Well, he Badge, he played through a lot of toughness last year with, yeah. with that shoulder injury as well. Yep. Oh, look, I've seen a hell of a lot of players do it. it, it Frontline defenders where, you know, they're half the size of the blokes that are running at them, and they've just got to put their, their body in front and sometimes even good technique you can't pull players down. Kevy Walters, he, he had trouble for years because he was just a small bloke and he got on top of it and he you know players around him learned to 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 work with him but what he brought brought to that team in leadership and and skill and a, a attacking flair and mm. combinations with Elf, you, you couldn't replace that with anyone else in the competition so um I, i'm with benji all the way on this and as i said before i reckon trent robinson is all the way you've got to stick with sam walker it's going to be tricky for him defensively and who defends around him um, but that happens in a lot of clubs. This, you know, you go through most clubs and you can find a lesser defender that's going to get a lot of traffic their way. And on any given day, it could be a nightmare for them. The the only thing that Sam Walker this early on in his career badge has got to has really got to display is that he's willing to make a tackle. He's only a small frame. He's just got to be willing to put his body in front of someone, and he's not going to get it. Or he's not getting it right all the time. That's why your inside defender's really there to try and protect your, your little halves. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't think, you know, I suppose Brent Reid speaks on behalf of a lot of people and the high expectations we have on these these young guns that come well, how, to the first grade really early. Now, how would Peter Sterling go now? Look, good, really good defender. But when he played, your halfback, half, you could just put him out the back. He could be a cover defender. He mm. could play, you know, he used to be lock forwards and then halfback started to do it. So he'd be roving behind and he'd be organising the defence. How would he go now if he had to be in the front line defensively all the time? Of course he'd have some dramas with guys that are 110 kilo edge running back rowers. Of course he would. But he still would be one of the all-time great halfbacks we've ever seen because of his organising and everything else that he, he brought to the team and his leadership, his great kicking game and his selective passing, everything that he had going for him. And maybe there'd be a conversation early in the piece around Sturlow saying, hey, this kid is a little bit frail. But, and he'd probably not dissimilar build to Sam Walker. Mm. But you, you've got to look past that. You've, you've, and the best coaches do. Otherwise, you're going to, you know, you, pretty soon you're going to end up with a, a team full of, you know, 95 kilo plus players, but they're not going to get results because they haven't got the, the skill that folks like Sam Walker have got. Well, Alfie Lang was the same badge. You played oh, pretty much your sure. whole career with and against him and was always questioned about his his tackle technique or the different oh, tackle technique. Oh, what about well, the trip, well, the tumble he, and throw? He, he basically had to, he had to use a tackle technique that, you know, it was quite unique, Oh, of it was judo. It was straight out of judo. Absolutely, but... I remember you used and to run at him and you used to think you were halfway through a gap and all of a sudden your forehead would just you hit, hit the, the ground <laughs> with all the weight behind you because Alfie used to you know, trip you legally with both his hands on your jersey. Well, they looked, they had a really good look at it, Satch. You know, they didn't have all the camera angles they have today, and, but they, they ruled, like, there was some, I don't know if you ever got cautioned or sin-binned or whatever for it, but they ruled as long as your hands yes. touched the player first before any contact was made with the legs, then it wasn't a trip. Correctly, mm. and Alf that that you know Alf did it. Ray Price was the other one that could do the Cumberland throw and and do it really similar. But Alf was a genius at it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're getting we're getting some text messages about young players. Uh, and Muzz says uh, Woogie Sats and Badge absolutely. Some expect far too much from our youngsters in footy. It's simply an an accurate reflection of society in general. Um, also, come on, these guys are first grade footballers earning good money. 
they should be able to do what is expected of them. Keith from Tari. And I, I, get, well, Keith, I get what you're saying, Keith, but physically there's some players that just aren't ready to to take on the physical attributes, but they still have the skill from an attacking point of view, which which adds a lot of you know, pluses to their side badge. It goes back to Benji's point. What is the expectation? Not from the outside and the fans. What's the expectation on Sam Walker from Trent Robinson and the Roosters? It's not that he's going to make every tackle and bring down these big guys. They understand that you've got to take the good with the bad and keep working with him on it because what he brings to the team in attack far outweighs his liabilities in defence and he's going to get better and better at it. And he's And as Benji said, come on, don't... Stop expecting so much from a kid who's, who's played a dozen first-grade games or whatever it is, and he's had shoulder problems already. So, Keith, I know where you're coming from, but I'm on Benji's side on this one for yeah. sure. Yeah, I look at Daly Cherry Evans, who I, I think is a fantastic player. Early on in his career, only slightly built, had a lot of pressure defensively, and now you fast forward you know, 12 or 13 years. On the weekend, the Bulldogs threw everything at him. I, I think he made like 28 tackles, didn't miss one. And was amazing in defence. So you, you, you slowly work into it just before we go to the break. Graham says, yes, way too much pressure. Need to remove the Rookie of the Year award and stop calling them superstars. Yeah, superstar. Yeah, that's, that's, that gets get bandied around yeah. too much. Mm. Right, yeah, There's half a dozen superstars in the game, not, not, not half a dozen in every team, that's mm. for sure. Right, big debate going on tonight on Sports Day. 0457 736 736. Keep your texts coming through. Uh, the best one tonight grabs the Spinal Ease pillow. This is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage. Good-looking car, this. It's Drive's Car of the Year. When we come back, uh, Sea Eagle, Andrew Davey, joins us on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-new Kia Sportage, drive car of the year. You're welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And each and every night we try and get uh, yeah, someone from one of the clubs on to, uh, to interview and talk about their season so far, also their career. And this is a really good feel story, isn't it, Badge? Because I love the stories behind the, the late debutants and the player that we've got on is uh, mainly back row, front row, Andrew Davey, who didn't make his debut until he's 28 years of age. And... He's going great guns uh, late in his career and, and uh, giving good service to the Manly Seagulls uh, in 2022. And he's on the line. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Andrew. Yeah, hey, lads. Great to be here. It is a great story, uh, your story. And we'll get on to, to the Manly Seagulls and having their first wing win on the weekend. And, um, you know, it's, it's common knowledge you made your debut at 28. I remember commentating you in the Host Plus Cup, the Queensland Cup, when you're at the Mackay Cutters. And you toiled away for a number of years. And did you... Did you always know you were eventually going to get there at some stage? Um, not really, mate. I um, obviously, uh, you know, every kid that plays rugby league's got a, got a dream of playing first grade, and um, I was no different. But um, I think, you know, I'd just I'd set a new goal every time I'd reach reach one, and it, and it sort of just eventuated into sort of um, semi professional football, and then realising that I sort of had a crack at. Uh, making my dream come true. So um, it's not that I ever thought it was going to happen, but um, I, I, I definitely worked away at it for a number of years. What were you doing all that time when you were a semi-pro playing in the uh, the Queensland Cup, Andrew? Well, mate, I I, um, I grew up in Emerald um, as a kid and, and 
it, to be frank, I wasn't the greatest football player when I was going, coming through my teenage years. I didn't, I didn't actually grow up until I was about 18. And um, by then, I'd started my trade as a carpenter. So, uh, you know, I, I worked out in the Central Highlands area for um, for years. There, I played six years of, of A grade footy out there in that competition before I moved to Mackay, and, and it sort of started to get serious. So, you know, I had um, eight years of working for myself as a carpenter before I before I started playing uh, first grade. So, um, I think. Too like you probably the best footy that I that I played you know um, probably during those years is when when I had when I was busy at work when I was doing something to, to take my mind off football I think oh. you need that uh, distraction away from the game to to sort of realise that it's not the end of the world if if something goes wrong at training you've got that good you know that variety of life really um, yeah. so. You know, me as an older player and being around the group um, and, and having that experience of, of life outside of rugby league is, you know, I try and pass it on to um, to younger fellas. And and I did that at, at Parramatta along with um, David Gower. You know, he's the same cut of cloth as, as myself. He, he was a tradesman um, before he started playing footy as well. And um, I actually really enjoy giving kids and, you know, I look at other career pathways outside of football because... You know, as you guys know yourselves, it's it's only a short part of your life playing first grade. Yeah, yeah exactly. Did so you, you you found yourself at Manly via Mackay, and then in Parramatta through Wentworthville and Parramatta, um, and now at, yeah, at the Manly Seagulls. Lots going on there. Did you put the tool tool kit on for help with the Bob Fulton stand at all, mate? Were you, <laughs> did you put a few hours, extra hours. Was that part of the contract? We'll, we'll give you a bit of a, a bit of work there as well. Oh, mate, no, I, I didn't actually. Was, um, I just made sure the first part of part of the uh, turf that they dug up was that forty metre line where I, where I left my ACL last year. Yeah. So I oh, made sure yeah. that was dug up straight away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Actually, talk about that. Um, to have a knee reconstruction at thirty, I know exactly how you feel, mate, because I did the same myself um, late in my career, and I, uh, you know, I only got one more year. After that, and and I just felt that I couldn't keep, you know, couldn't keep competing at the the speed I needed to. But you look like you're in in really great nick after yours. Um, you, you're really happy with what how you've come back. Uh, yeah, mate. I um, you know, well, as you know, there's there's a lot of work that goes into it into mm. a uh, rehab of an ACL. Um, I think, I think my age sort of. Um, made people believe that that might have been the end of um, my first grade career or, or would have damaged it severely, but um, they must have forgot who they were talking about and uh, don't remember. <laughs> Queenslander. The, don't remember the, um, yeah, they don't remember the debut story and how, how many years I toiled away yeah. at that. So, yeah. um, mate, it was just another another hurdle in my way of, of playing first grade and, um, you know, I'm not saying it was easy. It was definitely tough and there was a couple of, or more than a couple times where um, you have a few dark days, but um, I'm definitely better for it, and I, I still I still have a burning desire to, to do so much in the game, you know, um, personally, um, as well as you know, add to the team, and I think I'm doing that here at Manly. I, I really think I'm um, adding something that they need to their to their roster. One of the 
the superstars of the game, Tommy Trebojevic. I'm sure you get asked this a lot by your, your friends back home, but what's it like having a front row seat and just watching him athletically? Do you find yourself stargazing sometimes at training or in games of, of some of the things he can do? Yeah, I would, it's funny you say that actually because um, coming over to Param- uh, coming over from Parramatta, sorry, um, you know, you'd obviously seen how good Tommy was, and obviously he was marred by injury um, through I think was it twenty twenty, mm. um, and you, you'd always heard about how good he was. And I, I actually lived with Sean Lane, who had played for Manly and played with Turbo um, during his time there, and he said, "Mate, you just." You don't understand how good he is until you play next to him, and and you sort of just you don't think twice about it. You just sort of brush it like, oh, he's another football player on the field. He's good, but how good can he be? And um, I remember the first time I got to um, have a run round with him at training, um, as while we were running shape, and I just you you can't believe how good he is and how much space opens up around him, um, and and how he makes other people. Uh, you know, look good because of the attention that he attracts. Um, yeah, without patting him on the back too much, he, he's, he's quite he's quite the player to play next to. Mm. I was just going to say, can, can that also work against you guys? And we all watched round one and two and thought, oh well, Manly's they're going to come good soon. They're going to get it right, but it just didn't happen. Is there almost an expectation? Um, well, there is from the outside. Is there one within the team at times you think we think, oh, Tommy will just get us out of trouble? Which um, which can be a bit dangerous. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a um, it's definitely a problem. You know, like uh, even on the weekend, um, you could see that um, teams have started to figure him out, or not figure him out, but have figured out a a, a way to stop him. You know, um, and you know, it, it, obviously, it's it's they do their best, but he's still causing them um, causing them damage. But I think that's where Manly have had to really. Um, work on work on their their middle work um, and making sure that our, our middles and our forwards can um, provide that bit of room for him so that he can move freely. Um, I, I sort of feel like last year against the top four teams, that's where we were, we really got let down. There was that we just didn't give him enough room to move, and and um, when those teams had punch us in the face, we. we we didn't come back the way we should have, you know. We we, we didn't stand up <clears throat> um, like we like uh, premiership contenders should. So um, I think this year we'll we'll definitely learn a lot from it. And it, it's you know it took us four rounds last year to get into it, so it's only taken us two this so far. So let's just hope we're on a we're on a roll now that we've got the first one under our belt. Step ahead this year. Um, do you see much difference in the the setup and and players that go to different clubs? Oh, um, I didn't have that luxury. Sats, um, Sats had nine clubs, so he knows <laughs> what I'm talking about here. Well, what do you find? Is there much of a different setup at the Eels? Is are, are there some significant uh, points of difference in the way things are done and run at, at the Eels under Brad Arthur and, and the hierarchy there as opposed to, to Manly and Des? Um, yes, definitely. Superficially, definitely. Obviously, um, Manly are working out of the the Academy of Sport there in Narrabeen, which is sort of shared by a, a few different entities. So mm. um, they don't have the luxuries that, that Parramatta do, you know, that comes along with, with the money that, that Para have. Um, I think moving into this new facility in, in, at Brookvale there will be um, will be a lot better for the club. 
Um, I feel like we'll be in, you know, we're not, we won't be stepping on anybody else's toes by being there. So, um, but from a um, team's perspective, it's it's definitely different. Brad's got his um, his method of madness as well as you know, there's his madness. Um, <laughs> he is. So, yeah, yeah, he wrote the book on madness. So um, <laughs> he did. But yeah, um, I think the biggest thing was is Des is quite happy. He tells you your job and, and you go and do it. And it, there's, there's a bit of grey area around it, but as long as you're getting the nuts and bolts of it right, he's pretty happy. Whereas um, Brad's very meticulous on detail of your job on the field. Um, and, I, and I enjoyed that. I, li- I liked being coached by Brad. He was um, very down the line on what he wanted. And if you gave him what he wanted, he was quite happy with your performance, whether you won or lost. Um, and Des is... Well, Des is Des, isn't he? Here you turn up for Des, or you just sit down. Mm. I don't think you get too many second chances with with the big fella. Yeah, no, I get it. Right. That's a good insight. Saturday <laughs> afternoon, four thirty. Uh, Seagulls up against the Raiders at uh, Glen Willow Oval in Mudgy. Andrew Davy. It's uh, going to be a good game going in as the favourites, but it's never never an easy one against the Raiders. Hey, thanks for taking time out and joining us on Sports Day. It's a really good story, and and good luck this week. Hey, no worries, lads. Absolute pleasure. Hey, mate, and can I just quickly say? I'd love to see you in a maroon jersey one day. Keep yeah. Clown away. Yeah, mate, that's that's the goal. We'll tick them off. We'll tick the boxes, and we'll get there one day. He's a good lad, Andrew Davy, and making a real name for himself. Uh, what thirty years of age now? Badge. It's a, yeah, it's a terrific story. I love reading stories like that. Um, seems like the sort of guy you'd love to have a beer with, Andrew yeah. Davy. Yeah. Yeah. Champion. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got a good. Yeah. He, I love the way he plays too. It's pretty straightforward, but he yeah gives it a shake. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.